Wants a woman where him and her can just go hang. <laughs> just the two of them alone, kick back, doing their own thing. And every man wants a woman that can always keep him in the mood. And I'm that kind of girl, so this is what I tell my dude. I tell him to kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Oh, baby. And we are live. This is Truth Serum. It is November 26th. And uh, as Jaleesa just said, we lit. We lit. We are lit. We, we have a great show. Lit. Such I'm a sorry. great show today. <laughs> um, Truth Serum, the show where everybody comes to say what they can't say everywhere else. This is the place where you can say it all as long as you come from the most truthful place. Um, straight with no chaser. My co-host Ruben Paul is in the house. What up? What Just up? Just walked in. How are you, Ida? I'm Hola, doing well, down. Ruben. I, nice to meet you. What's your name, brother? Egadiel de Lorbe. Damn, you're really Dominican. Dominican. <laughs> Ruben. Um, <laughs> Hi. I'm part Dominican. Hey. I'm Julissa Calderon. Hey, Julissa. I'm Haitian and Dominican. Okay, oh, somos yeah. familia entonces. That's it. You the whole family. Hey, but you got suppressed my side, so I'm. Who yeah. is we? You put it so many <laughs> people in that box. Hey, this is truth serum. Let's say it like it really is. <laughs> but he started. You've been in Dominican Republic. Right. Somebody's mad. <laughs> Let's call, I think Spain did that. Ruben. Yes. And or France. The, the French. Well, hey. Yeah. Well, both. They both. There's still, there's still issues in the Dominican Republic right now with the Haitians. So The Haitians and the black. You know what I mean? So black folks over there think they're white. You know what I mean? So. Hey, we'll talk about all These that. These are woke <laughs> Dominicans <laughs> right here. So there's nothing you can say in this space. They are yeah. woke. Um. Anyway, thank you for coming back. We, uh, we had a really good show today. We're going to talk about the things that trended this week because... Quite a few interesting stories all over the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, we come here to talk our truths. Ruben, did you read about Dwight Howard? Uh, yes, I read about Dwight Howard. Oh, no. Did you see what he was faced with, though? Um, Here's the thing, yo. Like, it's 2018. Um, I come from a sports background. I played ball most of my life before I started doing uh, comedy and acting and writing and stuff. And... There's always been gay dudes in the locker room. You know, we know the issue with Michael Sam when he came out mm -hmm. uh, from University of, uh, I think he played at University of Missouri before he got drafted by, I believe, the Cowboys it was. And he didn't end up making it. But the point is, hey, from what I saw, it looks like, uh, you know, maybe that's what Dwight enjoys. And there's a lot of dudes out there <laughs> who enjoy. I'm going to Google Dwight Howard. That. My bad. <laughs> yeah, who enjoy that. You know what I mean? And the fact that they're threatening this gay dude's life or transgender or whatever, it just shows you the climate that we're in, that people can't 
really be honest and be who they are and be themselves for the for the fear of you know the backlash he's going to get because what reason if that's what he's into and now supposedly he's threatening this transgender person that means he's threatening them because he doesn't want what the truth right truth serum he doesn't want the truth to come out well, and that's so sad guy, that that in, in 2018, if you you know if that's what you went to, you should be able to come out and what do happened. That. Like I don't, I'm so lost. So the guy um, is not transgender. He's a straight. He's not. He's a, he's a cis gay man. What, um, which he which what, means, what is what is cis? Which means he's a he's a uh, cis short for sissy. No, no. Like oh, oh cisgender. No, which no, means. no offense. Like don't don't tell me you weren't thinking the same thing. It's also, it's just a guy. Hey, no. you weren't yeah. thinking the same. Oh, really? No, I'm only because this I know loud. what cis means. But uh, uh, I, I would have. Man, you just gonna put me out there like that? Oh, just because oh, I know okay. what cis it's okay. means. It's okay. Listen, I don't know you what it means. Uneducated so Negro. Me so yeah, cisgender means. I have to keep my job here. It took it took a while for me. Somebody called me cisgender. I was like, Yo, what you talk about? Don't be calling me no names, son. What is cisgender? Cisgender is non not transgender so he's a man that happens to be born gay. a man he was born a man he's gay he's not he's gay but he's not transgender people assumed that he was he was a transgender woman because of his picture with the long hair so he dresses like a woman no he just has long hair he's a gay man He's not wearing skirts and purses and shit I don't stuff know like him that? I don't know him but I don't he says he's a cis male. Um, oh. I just think that so the, learn something new today. They turned it into. So, well, do we know if it's true or not? Because <laughs> we will never know because we will never know. There are some bloggers who say, first of all, cisgender is a term for people whose gender identity matches the sex that they were born assigned at birth. Mm. So why so, that? Why can't she just be a gay dude then? Why do we have to say it's cisgender? Because of the transgender. Cisgender is there just are a transgender term. men who are gay. Right. Mm. Because transgender, I'm, I'm exists. Really oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, transgender right. is it. Uh, we we talk about transgender, and it's part of our vocabulary mm -hmm. to distinguish the difference between a transgender person and a cisgender person. Is that the person is what they were born, what they were assigned at birth, yeah. as opposed to a transgender person is a person who identifies with the gender that they were not assigned at birth. Yes. Okay, so if he if with the cisgender. He's a man. He was born a man. Mm -hmm. That's what he and identifies. He's, gay. he's so, just gay. We're so both, he's just gay. We're, we're both cisgender men. Basically. Right. He's just gay. And so why people, can't we just why we why can't we just say he's gay? We do. But the reason why <laughs> people were saying I were spe uh, specifying that he's cisgender is because people called him trans a transgender okay, woman. Got it. And they were like, no, he's a cisgender male. He's actually a man who happens to be gay. He's not a woman. He just has long hair. No different than Snoop Dogg or anybody else who has long hair. That doesn't make you a transgender woman. I don't yeah. know. Let me, let me let, pull up the picture. Somebody pull up the picture. But you know what's interesting is, <laughs> is, is as life goes on, we create more and more labels mm. as life goes on. Mm. But those are people who never had a label. They never mm. had a group. What, but I think we should get back to all just being human. Well, I mean, we are. Human I beings, mean, if, if you know? only. Well, well, you know, language progresses, you know, time continues and sometimes you just need new labels. Like now we have a new label, which is Afro-Latino, which is black Latinos. Mm -hmm. We were never labeled before. And a lot of people didn't know that we were black. You dig what I'm saying? But that to me, that comes from lack of education. Yeah, exactly. You don't need a new word for that. If I, When I look at you, I see a black man. I don't give yeah. a fuck what language you speak. 
Uh, nor, some people do, do nor, nor do the cops. Sometimes you need labels. The cops so ain't, like but if you, if, what are you gonna do? Well, the cops gonna pull you over. You gonna start speaking Spanish and go, oh, wait a minute, this nigga speaks Spanish. Let him go. Uh, <laughs> no, it worked once. So, uh, <laughs> 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 and, and, no pick English. No pick English. That's not good right now. That, you might get Shit. tear gas. Um, this is Truth try Serum. That, go try that at one of them border crossings. <laughs> <laughs> we are live on Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, Ruben King. Hey man, guns are blazing. <laughs> I want to know what's going on with Ruben. I, uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to stop and give him a hug because nah, he just. Know, I'm just, I'm just tired of the what's tired going of the on labels. The, what's going on in society and the labels, man? We're all everybody wants the same things, no matter what your sexual. Or, we, you want to be happy. Mm-hmm. You want the people you love to be happy. You want to be safe. Like I we disagree. All, we all because some same. people are happy. If your black ass ain't around, that's true, and so that's why right. we know we don't all want the same thing because those people who are celebrating what happened at the border don't want what you and I want. Mm-hmm. But they want what they want for their own families, though. Mm-hmm. Even the people in the Klan, as fucking crazy as they are with all this hate speech, it's against other people. They still want the same for their own families at home. True. You know, they're still teaching them these backwards ass way of thinking to hate people based on what they look like mm-hmm. or what label is put on them, but. I'm sure when when their grandmother is sick and or their kid falls and breaks their arm or whatever, they rush to the hospital and want them to get the best treatment Mm -hmm. and want to be treated respectfully. They just don't want that for other people. No better time than the present to let everybody know that Mm -hmm. Ruben is running for alderman of Carson. (laughs) So we are uh, we are launching his campaign today. He's gonna be the first comedian. Why not? He's gonna be the first comedian. You know my campaign slogan is gonna be? I'm sick of this shit. (laughs) I guarantee you, you will win with that. Yep, that's if gonna be Grandpa my platform. Grandpa Percy could get I'm you to the White House, shit. I'll vote for you. Yeah, thank you, bro. I'm Listen. sick of this shit. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, you, hey, <laughs> you can run with me, man. You can be, you can be the, the vice, president, like a, right, vice president. Vice president, you know. Listen, I'm sick of this I shit. I can't do this. The president of the United States said, "Grab him by the pussy and won." Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's no reason where I'm sick of this shit cannot get you an You're office right. somewhere. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's um, so ridiculous. Dwight Howard, I, I will say this. Um, it's really part of the reason that we're in this mess is because of the stigma and the drama that uh, that is entailed when it comes to people of color with uh, homosexuality. A lot of the stuff that comes from religion, cultural norms. So the fact that a man feels like he has to threaten somebody's life because he's afraid of being exposed is really should be the conversation that we're having as people Absolutely. of color that uh, the, this is the suicide rate is so high amongst young children who feel like they might have uh, a different sexual preference 11 year olds like record number of 11 year olds killing themselves mm. who feel that they may be gay because they're afraid of what the social repercussions are going to be yep. and I think it's just a very um you know, interesting conversation. The other thing is, it's so unfortunate that things like this have to go to pub the the uh, the court of the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Dwight yeah. Howard is being tried and persecuted by people who probably have the same sexual appetite that Absolutely. he has, yeah. and yeah. they're online doing it. And then the other thing is that they we don't know if this is the truth. This man has accused another person. Of being gay, but it yeah. doesn't matter. And just anymore. release the, the book. The truth doesn't matter. What matters is what sells and what's gonna get everybody talking and hype. Yep. that's popular. Yep. That's what's good, and everybody's eating it up. 
Yeah. This that that man could have never met, met that man in another like out of nowhere. Never met him and still if I just put it out there that this something happened, yeah. that's it. That's all you need. That's like it. the bell, blogs are running with it. Like that's they say it. you can't unring the bell, but you know the irony of this whole thing is especially in our communities, the communities of people of color is homosexuality is rampant in our communities. Yep. Oh yeah. And there's this false narrative that it's only a small percentage and they just we just come out in church or something you know and this is coming from me a straight heterosexual male who loves and desires women Mm -hmm. constantly but (laughs) but the but the point is people should be be allowed to be who they are absolutely and the fact that you had to say constantly yes it's indicative of Of what pressure that's in our community. We are under that. We yeah. have yeah. to say, well, no, I really like girls. I, I like yeah. so much that it's toxic. Yeah. Yeah. That you have sure. dudes trying yep. to prove their sexuality on street corners, at mm-hmm. clubs. Yeah. What's up, shorty? Oh, bitch, you and I'll fuck you. And I, I, I was at in the train station in New York going down and a dude said to me, hey, come sit on my dick. Oh my and God. I was like, yo, I, what do you do? I don't even wow. know you like that. Like, <laughs> not just what do you do, but I'm sitting there and I was appalled. He was like, come sit on my dick. That would know hello. Did he have a pimp coat on or something? Oh, no, like, he who's going to say some shit like, that is so, you know how much confidence she has to, to say that to but, Ida Rodriguez? But that's the thing. Well, that's and the, I was taller than like him. New York, in New York, it's very common too. Yeah. It I is, was taller than yeah. him. <laughs> But then I listen, I got scared because he was so aggressive. And I thought Come about what over. you just said. He was so bold. This couple, they they were uh they, they were Dutch. They I know by the accent. They were mm-hmm. like, Can we walk with you? We feel concerned about your safety. Because when I wow. ignored him, he was like he followed you. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. That's you, oh, whack ass bitch. Oh, and I ran down the stairs. My goofy Whoa. ass. You know I'm five eleven when I run down some stairs. <laughs> There's a chance I could tumble down that bitch. I'm clumsy as fuck. But, <laughs> but I, was like, I was running from that dick. I was running here at dreadlocks. It was confusing because I was like, you supposed to be peaceful. Yeah. You smell like blue Nile, and you saying come sit on my Yo. dick. I was the Norwegian cup. The, they trying to save me. It was and it was right after I left the Dominican salon. I had went and got my <laughs> oh, hair. Oh, girl, you was late for the gold. <laughs> so it made me feel bad about my hair. I was like, this is what happens when you go get your hair done. Look, these motherfuckers want to give you some. I'm blaming myself yeah. for combing my hair the first time in six months. But you, you gotta use that on stage, though. You gotta use that. You know what's called is he probably came up with that line because it's worked before. Oh. He probably no. yelled out, There's "Come no sit way. on this dick." No way in hell. Well, I don't mind if I do. There's no woman ever said like, sure, just pull it out. Yeah, ain't nobody doing that unless you're in the company of your right own here. home and that is your woman and you just so happen to just be no. kinky yeah. and only, you say some shit. The only person who would have appreciated him saying come sit on that dick is the dude that put Dwight Howard on blast uh-huh. yesterday. He'd have been like, where that dick at? No, let me take a picture of it. Hey, I've heard guys and I haven't been a part of these groups, but go. You know, yell out, girl, you know you want this dick. You know. They, they, what they, they, what did the girl, the girl say? Huh? They what just is? look and they, they keep running and running away goofy like Ida. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I look away. like one of the motherfucking gazelles in a <laughs> mutual Omaha video. I'm, surprised you, I'm, I'm really proud of you. I'm surprised you didn't cuss his ass no, out. No, because I, it's so I can see the violence. Yeah. Go ahead. It's, so, it's so common in New York City. When I walk with my sisters, when I walk with my mom, 
every block in New York City is mm-hmm. like, yo, mama, what's up? Where you going? Whatever. Yeah. This was when I was a kid. Now I'm a grown man. Yeah. Right? Me, you, know, you ain't no grown man. I'm a grown man now. Yo, nobody be talking <laughs> to nobody while I'm walking with them, son. Now they're going to catch these hands. I'm just kidding. Sometimes. Like, mom, he's talking they, to you. If they're taller. If he's they're talking to you, mom. Like, you know what I mean? But, no, there's a time. Didn't your sister have an experience with somebody that was violent with her? Because Well, my sister has somebody that was violent with her because she's gay you know okay. so a lot of times when I'm just tired of this narrative within the community of people of color saying oh my god gay people are trying to turn us gay they're trying to turn us gay oh my god this is something going on it's just conspiracy like gay people are getting together and say you know what we need to make black and brown people gay yeah. and everybody <laughs> just voted on it no shit don't work like that that should never happen son absolutely you dig what I'm saying yeah. so my sister she's gay she's walking out through Brooklyn some dude walks behind her and punches her in the face what? And he goes like, yo, you want to act like a man? I'm going to treat you like a man. I've I've heard that being said before. And this is a little off topic on that, but yeah. it's it's about, to me, whether your sister's straight or gay, she's gay. Like, as men, mm-hmm. and this is not to get into, you know, this pro-women don't need to be protected by men. But as a man, how I was raised, back me up on this M., how we was raised is whenever I'm out with a woman, I feel responsible for that woman. If me and Ida walk down to the fucking gas station to get a soda, I would feel I'm responsible for her safety the whole time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just think when men feel comfortable enough to do that to your sister, that just shows that we aren't protecting our women. Mm-mm. And I think that need, I'm, I hate that she went through that. And there's a part of me that wish I was in that neighborhood because as soon as he hit your sister, mm-hmm. I'd have hit his ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's part of the toxic, uh, the toxicity that is yeah. flowing through our Latin communities and Black and Brown communities. And the other thing is that you can believe that there is an agenda to destroy people of color by whatever means, including uh, injecting you know, false narratives when it comes to homosexuality. Yes. And you can still uh, have a healthy relationship about and with gay people within our communities. They don't have to be, you know, the same thing. I I have a joke about my lesbian friend, Shantae Wayans, who's Mm. always trying to convert people. Because she's, that's my yeah. joke, and you know it's a joke. Yeah. But it's not part of a conspiracy theory that that I'm feeding about how they're trying to get us. I do think there's an agenda on people of color with the promoting of alternative lifestyles, but I don't think that the gay people in the black and brown communities are part of that conspiracy. No, they I just think want, that there just is. A, live. Yeah, yeah. The, anything that they can do to stop us from procreating and moving forward, yep. I guarantee you that that there is an agenda to fulfill mm. that by any means necessary. But that is not an exclusive. Uh, you know, exclusive to the homosexual agenda, which we continue to feed as a conspiracy theory because it makes us feel more comfortable because what being uh, we're just scared of gay people. It's it's fear. It's all fear. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, Julissa Calderon, Gadiel del Orme, Ruben Paul, Aida Margarita, Rodriguez, Paradas are all in the house, and there is not one white person in the studio. So, how about that? You better know. All right, we'll be right back. So, we're in heaven.
Finally, I can't afford the life of luxury. And I remember in the day, Mama had to work so hard just to pay the rent. All the money spent, have to get another job. And now we're living in a April mansion on the hill. And we're sipping on, sipping on champagne. And we're riding. Keep running to you 
Rodriguez, Ruben Paul is co-hosting today. He came in. Yo. Ruben, what? what's going on with you? Yeah, Nothing. You, you I'm just... Came angry. You came really angry. Really? You don't even know me, man. How the hell are you going to say I'm oh, angry, no. man, motherfucker? I, 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 I feel intimidated. No, <laughs> <laughs> you have no, a... I ain't angry. <laughs> I, I, I guess my edge is, is like a lot of things that I'm seeing happening on the news oh, and man. in society on a daily basis. It's just aggravating, especially yeah. people like me and you. And I'm sure everybody in this room, you know, we're just trying to make the world a better place. Not to be corny, yep. trying to make the world a better place, trying to put out love. And then it just seems like there's a roadblock every day with some nonsense that gets people turned in the wrong direction. Yeah. And that's why shows like yours are important, because you try to shine light on things that can make a difference, can make people's lives better, for them to be honest with themselves and look at situations and be introspective about their own choices and decisions that they make in life. I appreciate that. And yep. you do it too. You do it in your own way. Tuesday yes. nights, you have a show at the Laugh Factory called yes. Ruby Tuesdays. Called Ruby Tuesdays. And you yo, know, you invite me, yo. What's up? Come through. You're welcome anytime, dude. Oh, word. Welcome anytime. Everybody's welcome. And, and Ida knows the theme of the show is diversity, where everybody is welcome. All points of view are welcome. I put gay people on the show, black, white, Asian, What about Latino, Dominicans? Domi yeah, you fall into He's hosted Latino. by a half Dominican person. It's hosted by me, brother. Oh, so word. there's always a half Dominican on, on the show. Um, yeah, well, it's it's a process. <laughs> he got to see you. He's a snob. You. He's I'm a not, comedy I'm, snob. I'm not a snob. This is Truth Serum Damn, why Live. Damn. I don't Damn. He knows Damn, you're a comedy seriously? snob. I'm not a comedy snob. My whole thing is I want to put the best of the best on the show. And I don't I don't just judge it. I just don't judge it by my personal opinion. Some people book things based on their own tastes and preferences. Mm -hmm. Comedy is subjective. Yeah. So what I do is I judge the skill. Mm -hmm. So whether I think some whether I like a song, I can tell if somebody can sing or not. I respect if they that. can sing, then yeah, just like comedy. There's some comics that I, that I think are brilliant. They don't make me laugh, but I know they're great at mm -hmm. what they do. Mm -hmm. So if they're great at what they do, that means somebody else out there likes what they do. So they mm -hmm. have a place on my stage. It just ain't about Ruben Paul and what he likes and what his tastes and preferences are. If you're skilled, 
if you're highly skilled at what you do, absolutely you can yeah. come on my show. I respect that. And what I need to do, send you a videotape or just give me three minutes. So this me, is what happens on Truth Sarah. People <laughs> come here to talk the truth. <laughs> they pitch shows. Just give me three minutes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you just run about Ida. Because Ida is uh, fucking worse than me. She no, is worse I, than me. I call them sometimes and say, if you don't take her off the show, I'm not going to speak to you again for another <laughs> year. For yeah, there's no and not just her. You say that about some guys too. No, I know, I know. I was just thinking about one particular instant, and I was like, "And you're on my show next week. You know that, right? The next one. Yeah, the fourth. I, I that's my mentor. 4. So okay. I that's my mentor. I become the mentor of so many comedians. Don't don't no. That's good. Don't say that. That's a positive no. thing. I want residuals. <laughs> I want residuals. You will. Um, if you've been listening to the show, you the voices that you are hearing, I want to make a proper introduction because. Uh, these two people are very special. And, and w when we bring in the next topic that we're going to talk about, I really want them to chime in because they have a perspective and they have, uh, they understand, like we come from, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican, so I'm half Commonwealth and half third world country. And people don't understand the dynamic of Dominicans in America because people think everybody's Puerto Rican on the East Coast and everybody's Mexican on the West Coast and Dominicans and Puerto Ricans are very similar but also very different. And one thing, uh, naturalization in America. Can I, can I say something? Yeah. I think you slightly offended me, Ida. You said you're half third world country, half Commonwealth. That's so if I'm Haitian and Dominican, what am I? You all third, third world, world country. I'm all third world. You all third, third world. world. <laughs> that's and that's not, those are not my labels. You're a whole island, bro. That's, that's just what, I'm You're Hispaniola <laughs> itself, bro. That's Absolutely. not, your, that's not uh, my label. You know, I, and I think it's really fucked up that like, the Afro-Latinos don't include Haitians in the afro Because afro Haitians are Afro-Latino. Absolutely. By definition. You know what fucked me up? There's a lot of Asian Haitians. Oh, there's a Asian oh, yeah. Dominicans, there's Asian of, Puerto Ricans. A lot of the Chinese migrated to Haiti, and I saw this Asian dude who spoke Creole and French fluently. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Too. They're all over. This motherfucker made me feel like I was born in Compton. That's how great his fucking Creole was. My Creole is They're horrible. everywhere. They're, they're in Africa right now making a mark and oppressing people, so let's not talk about them. Um, <laughs> but I, like I said, I was introducing uh, my two guests because they, you know, there's a lot of people doing content on social media and a lot of content has no that has no purpose. It's just for the purpose of getting likes and follows and just to be funny. And a lot of those things, a lot of within our communities are people perpetuating stereotypes about our people for the likes and for the, you know, for the fame. These guys uh, who do, who are uh, the producers at BuzzFeed and they work with Pero Like, the brand that brings an awareness about Latinidad in a way that's dignified, it's informed, and is downright um, something to be proud of. I've done some of the, their sketches with them and it's just, Everybody knows there was another big company doing this, and I I didn't want to work with them because I didn't want to push the narrative that my people are less than ignorant, ridiculous, oversexualized. So I saw their stuff, and I just became enamored with them. Gabriel and La Yulisa are in the house. Hello, hello. hola, cómo tú Muy bien. Also creating a very big awareness about Afro Latinidad. Love in, uh, it. Thank you, thank Love you for it. that we're intro. Trying, we trying. That was a good intro. Wow. It was a great intro. Like, yeah. 
Because it's true. Like, I really want to get to know you guys now after that intro. It's true. You are are you going to be less angry? At first, after, yeah, Damn. You know, at first, when I saw him, I'm like, man, I ain't fucking with that dude. Yeah. And then this now, guy needs some chocolate. <laughs> all right? <laughs> Why chocolate? It's that's, right that's so random. Wasn't he just eating spinach a second ago? Oh, yeah. He no. was. He's on a keto yeah. diet. I'm a keto that's diet. very that's Dominican. Up, He's trying to bulk up Popeye. He's trying to bulk up like Popeye. You know, I think it's great. I think it's great what you guys are doing. No, it is. It's amazing. Thank you, my friend. Absolutely, brother. At first, he came in. He was like, nah, you Dominican. Y'all press my people. I'm like, yo, you. You have to press your people. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know what? I was actually joking, and then it, and then it just came out like that. You know, it's nothing but love. It's nothing but love about Dominicana. One of the things that I really like about um, Julissa is that the one of the, it's so annoying that Latin women, many Latin women who are in the public eye, feel like they have to self-deprecate and continuously be a clown in order to be. Oh, to receive approval from the masses. Mm-hmm. Hi. Mm-hmm. Or, and they'd be like, oh, the, the Puerto Rican videos are the ones. The, Puerto Ricans is always soaking in ignorance. And there's some fun stuff in there because mm-hmm. there are some cultural specifics that, you know, that are undeniable when it Absolutely. comes to our people. But those stereotypes and the things that make the people who don't like us feel safe about us because they can say, yeah, I told you that they were like that. Those are the things that bother me. And you you, you bang because you go, I'm cute. I love myself. Mm-hmm. I like what I'm doing. I'm positive. And some people have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. People always gonna have po- people always going to have a problem when you're trying to do good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're doing bad, they're like, yep. They're agreeing with it that you're doing the bad. And they're like, see, just like how you just said, when you're doing good and you're feeling yourself and you know you're doing good, then it's like mm-hmm. something. I always keep this in this line. Bring some Jesus up in here. My my anointing aggravates their demons. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's just real. Preach, sister. That's just what it is. That's so, true. My light inside. Something about my light is mm. like is like dimming. You like it's, it's clouding up your whole life. Mm. That's how I really feel. I love that. <laughs> um, the, sad, the sad part is like you know Julissa. She knew more about Afro Latinidad than I have. And then when she came into BuzzFeed, she actually taught me a lot about it. Yeah. And when we did, she did an Afro-Latino do, take a DNA test and she was proud of her Afro-Latinidad and her African heritage that she got a lot of shit for it. Yeah. You know, oh, even yeah. even to this day, you'll see comments saying, I love this girl, but she always want to be black. You know what I mean? I will support her or share this video, but too bad this girl is too uh, wants to be more black than Latina. And can I say something about uh, Julissa, what she just said, which I uh, thought was a great point. When you're doing good, that seems like when you start getting the flack because you're doing good. Yeah. My mom used to say something that always stayed with me and res- resonated with me. And it's biblical. And it's uh, never get weary of good doing. Mm. Because when you're doing good, that's a lot of times when you're under attack. Mm-hmm. It's always darkest before dawn. So keep doing what you're doing and just do not get discouraged. Do not let the haters wear you down. Do not let what you th- what other people might think should be your norm 
you know, uh, project that on you. Yeah, keep shining. She don't let that affect her. Like, she's like, people are dumb, Gabrielle. I just don't let it affect her. <laughs> I do. I say that. I she's say funny. that every people day. Are. Before I leave my house every day, I say, people are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my thing mm-hmm. every day. Because if you get out here and you get in this world, you like, God damn, it's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers out here. Yes. Like, it helped, they yeah. stupid. That's mm-hmm. the best. That was the best advice because I felt good. You just got to tell you every day you wake up, you about to leave your house. Yep. People are stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I'm, I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, you gotta and do you it. Go, stupid. Uh, people are dumb. Whichever yeah. one you want, whichever applies. But I mm. bet you, you will. It will calm you down when you yes. want to curse a motherfucker out for doing some dumb you shit. You just realize yeah. it. It's like when you see somebody go, "Oh, they." I love slow. how y'all went from scriptures to curse the motherfucker out. They oh, see. listen. But you <laughs> don't, <laughs> let, don't let, don't let, don't let Jesus fool you now. Don't try to try me either. As my the sister, city hood will come out. As my sister would say, "I will whoop your ass in the name of Jesus." I know. heard her say that to somebody. <laughs> you are alive uh, with truth serum. This is Ida Rodriguez. <laughs> Ruben Paul is on the co- uh, the the. Co-captain C Gabriel <laughs> and Layu Lisa from Pero Likes uh, Buzzfeed's Pero Like are in the house, mm-hmm. and you know it's funny. Julissa said something to me that was so funny. It's it, when I listen to Latin people speak. Sometimes it is comedy gold. She was having a conversation with one of her relatives, and they were talking about the black people, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, but you are the black people," yeah. and I was like, "That is the reality of yeah. every Afro Latino." who lives in America, even the ones that are abroad who don't think, who think that because they speak Spanish that they're not black. black. Yeah, yeah, when I walk into my family, like when it's like, I'm about to be there for Christmas, when I walk in the house, I'll be like, what up, black people? How we doing? (laughs) And I know they get so mad. Ain't that crazy? That's just so funny. I'm like, why y'all mad? That's hilarious. I used to get mad. I had a friend. I hate everything in... Like Boston sports. I hate the Red Sox, mm. the Celtics, Easy. the Bruins. Turn this bike off. I, I'm not a fan of any of those teams. Just because I'm born and raised in L.A., so mm. I'm all Dodgers, Lakers, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I love Big Poppy. Big Poppy used to play mm. for the Red Sox. Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with this dude who's from Massachusetts, was a huge Red Sox fan. This motherfucker tried to have an argument with me, trying to tell me Big Poppy is not black. No. And I go, then what is he? Yeah. He's Dominican. I go, okay. I go, but if you saw a photo of him and you never heard him speak, what would you say he was? Mm-hmm. Well, he's black. Right. But that's that's it. where it ends. Yeah, you ignorant. fucking yeah. ignorant dude. Yeah. Read a book. Well, I mean, the, the battle of people knowing the difference between race and nationality is ongoing. Un- and, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's ba- that's basic that. high school, elementary But it's also shit. self-hating. But do they teach them that? Yeah. Do yep. they teach us that in school? Because I don't remember learning that shit. No, I mean, nope. so I, guess, I don't think it yeah. is basic high school. And then you're definitely not getting it in your house if you got old school parents. That's true. Because what they're not going to do is tell you you are black, even if you are. That's true. Interesting. See, my family, I guess my family is different because... Uh, both my parents were born in Haiti, and it was my father's father who was Dominican. So we just always associated with being black. My struggle came with black American versus being, I mean, not black American, um, African American yes, yes. versus being Haitian American. But I'll tell that you was this. my struggle. I grew up in Miami, and Claude, I'll never forget, Claude was about four, four foot three. In high school, I was still 5'10". And um, 
When you say Claude. Claude. And they called Claude. The, the teacher said, I want the black kids to stand up. They were counting for something. And he didn't stand up. And he was so mad at the teacher for saying he was black. He's like, I'm Haitian. Wow. I'm brown. I'm not black. I'm really? Not. Yeah. And in Miami, you feel that a lot from mm. Jamaicans, Bahamians. Not Jamaicans as much, but Bahamians, uh, Haitians, they have a very strong anti-Yankee sentiment. Yeah. They don't want to be African American. They don't want to be associated with They from the yeah. island. You better let the... Like, yeah. man, I grew up Good in Miami point. too, so it's... That's it's definitely yeah. that, I'm not real. lazy. I'm not one of them. There's that misconception that African American people. Can, ooh, can I tell you this story? So tell me the story. This this lady, <laughs> I, I won't put her on blast because What's it'll be easy to find out. But anyway, her dad, she's from New York. Her dad was a cop. Um and uh well fuck it. This troop serum. So this this manager I used mm -hmm. to work with. Ooh. So she goes. She when it, when we we're talking about going on the audition practice, she was like, "Ruben, you're not black. You're Haitian." And Ida, knowing me, and you thought I was angry when I came in. I kind of went off. I go, "What the? What does that mean? I'm not black. I'm Haitian." She's like, "Well, for instance, my father was racist. I told you that." And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, if I told him you're Haitian, he would look at you different than you just being a black American." And that I found that so offensive. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. There is a divide between, let's just say, Africans from Africa, like whether they be Nigerian or yeah, South African or whatever, true. that there is a little bit of disconnect. But that's because of these images that are projected across the world mm -hmm. of showing black people negatively. So when you come from another country and you come here, you don't want to be associated with, with that. that. But yeah. it's not that you don't have pride in who you are. I just, maybe I was just fortunate that I grew up in Los Angeles where I was kind of forced into the African-American experience. So I got, I felt like I got the best of both worlds in a sense, mm -hmm. even though I was constantly defending my Haitian heritage. Because wow. no one knew what Haitians were no in California. Listen, exactly. California, I'm sorry, but it's true serum. LA people, especially California people, and they don't be knowing nothing about nothing. If you ain't, <laughs> no. if you ain't white, Jaleesa, or Mexican, or black, again? they like what? Say what? that again. You what? Say that again. People from LA, LA, Cali, I don't know all of y'all that y'all don't be knowing nothing about nothing. I'm yeah. literally like I remember somebody asking me at Starbucks when I first moved here where if where in Central America was Dominican Republic. Wow. Yeah. I was and it was a grown ass man. Yeah. And this is the <laughs> yeah. bubble of LA. Yep. People be like, if you're not Mexican or white or black, I don't know what that is. I don't know what but that is. But you know what? I don't know if it's but just people the people know it now because of us, son. Pero like, oh, <laughs> Pero the branding. That's Gabriel del Orde. La Julissa. And uh, we're having a heated conversation. These are the only conversations that I like. When people come in here thinking they're smarter than everybody and they're boring as fuck, don't come back. You know who you are. <laughs> we want to keep the conversation but, moving forward. We that's, that, truth. that's deep what Jaleesa just said because I, don't, I think it's beyond just the bubble of L.A. I just think people are ignorant once you pass that middle divide of the United States. Like Chicago, New York, Boston, there just seems to be more culture. In those yeah. places, there's a little bit more. Yeah, but they think, but they people pride themselves in Los Angeles being so cultured. Oh, yeah. and it they, really, it really is. Absolutely, they be yeah. talking about how diverse and how much of a melting pot LA is. I'm like, 
Have you yeah. been to you, New York? Go to Miami. Have you been to Miami? Where you, the, the girl that sells flowers on the corner is half <laughs> uh, half uh, Dutch and half Jamaican with yep. blue eyes and black skin yeah. and look mm-hmm. better than any model and on the street yo, corner in LA. Yo, first time I went to Toronto. Oh, that's oh, I heard Toronto has yo, a bunch of different type of people yeah. as well. Yo. First time, yo, I'm a, yo. I hear that. I yo, heard Toronto son. has beautiful women as well. Yo, all them like it sounds cold, excuse, man. Excuse, excuse my my uh, my labeling in this, but a lot of like oh, he about to say some ba- bullshit. I'm about to say some bullshit. Like uh, like in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, you know when you see music videos and be all these bad light skinned women, light skinned women. Why they gotta be light skinned? I'm just telling you. That's, that's how it was. That's how, was. That's, how was. that's how it was in the video. Look, Jaleesa, don't start. Damn, this I'm, I'm ready. Jaleesa, don't she start. She stands no ready. Shit. Listen, Jaleesa, I'm a don't proud you. woman. I'm a good referee. But the point I'm making is, a lot of them came from Toronto. Toronto was the first place I met someone. I go, well, what nationality are you? She's like, I'm Iranian and Jamaican. Wow. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of Caribbeans out here in in LA. But I remember <laughs> go hopping back in that story you were talking about. I I was talking to a Mexican girl in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was over in her house. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get it tonight, son. Right? And she was like, I was like, yo, there's this new song by Aventura and Akon. You know, it's all up to you. You gotta listen to it. She was like, I don't wanna listen to it because he's black. No. What? And I'm like, <laughs> girl, that was funny. But she just assumed you weren't black. I, yeah, she was like, this, That's I'm so Dominican. Weird. Like, and then I, she was like, I'm ser- serious. I don't really want to listen to the song. Akon is black. I don't want to listen to the song. It's a dope fucking song. I hope you remember. Left. Remember? No, I, I did. I still had sex, but, but <laughs> I was offended. <laughs> Yo. But I told her like, yo, that's so crazy. we gotta take a quick break. When we come back with True Serum, Gabriel is going to uh, explain to us where his dignity lies, and yeah. apparently not in his dick. Yeah. So when we come back. Uh, you we'll you be should right have just told him to jump on it your was, dick. It was, a, it was a necessity, bro. <laughs> jump on my dick. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get up. 
yourself, respect yourself. You better go Move for self, because I flow for self. Me. I'll tell you why there's no love. Simply you're not cool enough. For what we have between us. Don't you know you lost my trust?
La Julissa, the Pero Light Kids. Ruben Paul is um, in the co-captain chair. And uh, the amazing, the incomparable, the first uh, host, the first female host of Live at the Apollo, which people don't really know that she was the first female host. First. And uh, she came in here. And, and we left one thing out. Complaining. Bearing gifts. We left one thing out. What? Uh, she's one of the most talented people. So I've funny! She's an act. Yes, she's, she's an you actress. Know, Kim, I just ain't saying a that because you're here. Hey, let me tell you first of all, Kim Coles is in the house. Everybody, <laughs> Kim Coles. Hello, yes. Everyone. Kim claro que Coles. Si. Claro que si. Hi everybody! Oh look, we got live things happening. Uh, I'm, I'm hungry, so I'm going to have a mint. <laughs> she always is having a mint Everybody because she does not oh, like so to funny. have bad breath. Kim, why did you just go to a Puerto her. Rican accent for no reason? What? She does it well. What? I didn't do that. I didn't do yes, that. you just so did. Why are you trying to lie on me, Ruben? Because, <laughs> Ruben. 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 See? Can I tell you, Kim? I'm going to just have a fangirl right now. Why are you going to do that? When I saw that you was going to be on the show, too, I was like, I'm going to meet her? She's too funny. That's dope. She's has yo one of you the just best. gonna say that like I'm not sitting here. Really, you just gonna say that like I'm not fucking Why sitting right here. Why are you trying right to take a moment oh, from sorry. a queen right now? Why are you trying to take this? Yeah, you go again. We go, all, right, all right, go ahead. No, go I ahead. was so uh, excited to meet you. I'm sure so they'll let me talk so at some I'm point. So <laughs> Marcus King, they'll let me talk at some point. Yes. Go for it. No, no, no. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. We're just loving on you right now. We just love that. I need this because this is the um. The anti- antidote an- antidote to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know that you have arrived, you know, into your queendom or goddesshood. 
I, I just, I, I, this is un, unacceptable. There are no parking spaces. I have a show to do. I have a show. Why are there no parking spaces? This is a travesty and a tapestry. No, it's not a tapestry. It's a travesty. Move your car so that I, my Malibu may fit in the corner. <laughs> there were people moving like, oh, right now, ma'am. Yes, move. I have a show to do. I'm late for my show. Yeah, this, the, 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 the parking lot here. There's a situation. I'd like to talk to the management. You no. got it. Listen, I um I told them you were coming. Marcus knew nothing. you were coming. I sent the email, and they did nothing. Kim, they I did. told a homeless well, guy to hold your spot. But <laughs> <laughs> he moved his cart before you got here. So let me, let me just warn you, Ruben is angry today. What? I am not angry. He needs chocolate. Why? I never, I never met you, Ruben, so I don't know if you're angry why, or not. Jaleesa, do, do, do you feel but an angry vibe? you've been very nice. I don't feel, I feel intimidated. So you know what he is? Ruben is a... No, no. I don't feel safe. This is your victim, not me. You were nice to me when you came. Why? When I walked in, he was on that bullshit this way. You know, well, that's you, not anger. You know, like, Ruben is uh, a good human being. He's a so great human he being. is really affected by what's going on in the world. Yes. yes. And, yes. and uh, like most yeah. of us who are good human beings, mm -hmm. some yes. people are walking around like, hey, this is the way shit is supposed to be. We're supposed like, to be hating each no. other. He nah. was really disturbed by it, you know? If now, it, 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 I'm sorry, but no, I feel like if you're conscious and you're a person of color and you see everything that's going on, like, you have no other choice but to be angry. It's hard not to. Oh, like, now, now you're trying to get back on my team now? No, I'm saying, I'm saying. No, no, when no, you said that earlier, I'm like, yo, I feel that, though. Yeah. Like, for real. School I mean, just up, like, queen. School up. Anger is a choice. Or there's another about. choice. Could you feel school me, school in on me. some of the you things that be, we've been discussing? I think there's a, there's something before anger. There's, a, you know, indignation yes. over all the things uh, that are happening. And then you do what you can do to be a positive force of change, even if it's that small. So at least you feel that you're doing something. something. So maybe it's you True. go and read to some kids on the weekend. Maybe it's something. Maybe you teach some kids how to draw so they're not, you know, I don't know something. And then maybe that's a little Pollyanna, but you got to have, you have to do something so that you feel that you're a part of <laughs> the change. A, a, a some sort of change. Yeah. I don't so think it, it could be marching. I don't know if marching, it could be whatever it is you need. You could go and shoot some stuff. I mean, I don't know what you need I to got do. Bad news. I don't know, I don't know about y'all yeah. trying to do these marches and these right. protests. Y'all gonna die. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but you could do your part. Whatever it is, you know, stay, stay. Because if you're angry, then you're of no use to the cause. That's, that, that's what uh, Kim Coles has represented <laughs> in my life. Um, she will pull me off to the side after I'd get off stage and be like, you know, Ida Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't know if the anger thing is what works for you. <laughs> She's like, you're such a beautiful woman. And I really know your essence. I'd like to feel that when you're on stage. <laughs> there's like, anger and then there's doing something with it. What are you doing with it is the, is the magic question. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So I did a video with her one time mm -hmm. and we put it online. And people were like, that's the happiest I ever saw you. And I'm like, yeah, I was getting beaten into happiness. <laughs> it was like sitting right next no, to me. It was right. like, but it we was were translating something and I was it practicing. Was you did it. Yo practicar mi español. And oh, you, were, wow. you were being oh, so. What? No, I got game in these streets. Yeah, so wow. I know. I've seen you. I've seen you scared where poquito. you're the teacher and you come in. Yes, Girl, right. I, I know you. Right. I know. <laughs> Just stay over here so I don't be like, keep signing and shit. Well, last so, time I saw Kim uh, was in the airport in Detroit. Oh, and, uh, I don't even remember what city it was. Thank it was in you. Detroit. 
Okay. And uh, me and Tony Rock, uh, shout out Tony Rock, we're about to do a gig together. And I, I saw Tone. So, yo, I saw Kim at the airport. And it's like, yo, she might come to one of the shows this weekend. It's like, dope. We got to the club. That motherfucker was so raggedy. I'm like, I ain't calling Kim to come to this shit. <laughs> Y'all should have had the show at the airport. Right? Exactly. That's the nicest airport exactly. in the world. And I was doing some gala somewhere, you yeah, know, something. So I'm glad you didn't invite me. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Too. You'd have been pissed if you'd have came. In, Our in, dressing room was a bathroom. Oh, well, yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. Been we got there. a caller. Uh, so, oh, well, we don't have a caller. We got another caller. So uh, here you go. Thank you for calling. You are live on Truth Serum. Who's this? Oh, oh wow. I he said, fuck Truth Serum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What a menace right now. <laughs> so we, one of the things that uh, Kim and I, I said, when asked Kim to come on the show, she said, Ida Rodriguez, I do not want to talk about politics. I don't. And um, the funny thing about Kim is that I'm not no me talk, gusta politics. She doesn't want to talk about politics. But every time she says something like that to me, yeah. there's always a really funny story. <laughs> so what's happening now that I need to know about? You know, I, I'm going to admit something too. I'm actually a person has begun putting, and this is not good. So don't do this at at home, kids. I I I also get I don't like to be angry so I just put my head in the sand and go it's going to be all right it's going to be all right it's going to be all right we'll I pop up everywhere we're going to be all right are we going to be all right we're going to be all right so I don't I can't keep up with the politics and also so much of it is based on opinion it's like you're not even telling the truth like what you don't yeah. even know what the truth like what's your your, your truthy you know truthy isms it's not mm -hmm. even real so I have a hard time keeping up with it and then expressing an opinion have somebody want to stab me because I think, you know, somebody needs to get out of office. But go ahead. What do you think? That's Kim Cole. Who's <laughs> hey, see, Kim. I slid, see, I slid that in. Well, Kim. I have a friend who won't even say his name. He calls a 45. Well, Kim, I have a question for you, Kim. So with what you just said, do you feel like it's based on, obviously you think when you pull your head up, like everything mm -hmm. is going to be okay. You just want to focus. Does it, does, is it based on how it affects, how these things in this world affects your life personally? Oh, um, because no. that's what it seems like for most people. They yeah. go, well, a lot of these things are that are happening. Yeah, don't no. affect me directly. So I'm just going to keep my no, head down it, and keep it, doing what I'm no, doing. No, it affects me emotionally. Mm -hmm. It affects me emotionally. And so I will do my part in that regard. So maybe that maybe there's something. Listen, you know, that's not happening in my particular neighborhood, but I'm aware that my whole world is the neighborhood. Yeah. So just like I said to you, I will do my part, whether it's donating to, you know, Viva La Causa, or whether it's, you know, giving back in some way, whether it's, you know, again, talking to some kids, or whether it's teaching. You know, my thing now is I, in addition to stand-up and, 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 and show business and all the things, I have another, you know, leg of my arm, leg of my arm, leg of my business mm -hmm. called, uh, you know, where I help people tell their story. Uh, so yeah, my thing is I pull about. story yeah, 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 out yeah. of people. So, like, you need to heal your story, everything that has ever happened to you, mm -hmm. everything that hap has, everything that has happened to you has actually happened for you. Mm -hmm. So my thing is to deal with individual people. Like, what's your story? What is your life experiences? What have you been through? Your ups and your downs. Let's pull that story out of you and let's share that with other people. And that's the way that you heal. So maybe I'm not going to be marching in the street. Maybe I'm not going to be, you know, throwing rocks at a, at a tank, but maybe if I help you tell your story, you can share your story and someone can see themselves in you and they'll make a different choice. So yeah. do, do you know what I'm saying? So I, I also feel like the black and brown people got to stop being on defense. 
We got to change. I feel like we have to be more on the offense. But how long mm. are we going to be in the defense and waiting for something to happen, waiting for somebody else to take care of it? No, we need to turn around. We're, we're slowly becoming the majority. Oh, my God. That's, and that is scary for everybody else. I feel like we have to change everything, be on the offense. And I hate being angry, but I feel yeah. like to get shit done at times, the community needs to be angry. And when you're angry, that's when you're awakened. Being Ooh, the, some the, people are angry and not, and not so. So if, yeah, yeah. If, if, if you can combine the anger with the awareness, with the action, with the, with the action yeah. then all the A words, then that's well, good. Well, Just I don't being think angry for the be... sake of being angry. Actually, they hope that you stay angry. That's how they keep you. you that's don't... how they keep us all where we are. Like, oh, they're, mm-hmm. they're so mad. Look at how mad they are. They're not doing yeah. anything. They're so mad. Mm-hmm. They're so mad. I think no. you need to be fed up, not angry. That's well, the like, difference. And I think anger is an emotion that drives people to... It's underneath fears. Underneath that's what the, what you feel from the KKK, the alt right. That's yeah, really yeah. fear, and it manifests itself in anger. anger. We do have to be fed up. But I I think I understand what you're saying. I think that the community has to stop being. Um, we, people of color are always celebrated for being forgiving mm-hmm. and always turning the other cheek because that is what we've been taught by mm-hmm. yes. the people who oppress us yep. and they always celebrate us for it like the people who were murdered in the in the church mm-hmm. no they were so great they forgave mm-hmm. that's why i celebrated that little boy who was accused by that woman of groping her and, and she didn't mm-hmm. and he said i'm not apologizing i, I don't, don't forgive never, her yeah. yeah i don't forgive yeah. her and mm-hmm. i thought that was mm-hmm. okay for him to say that cuz we have to be uh, we got to be, uh, we we can't always be the good guy mm-hmm. in our own oppression. Exactly. Um, so I wanted to, I want to change the subject. I, I want to move on to the next topic because I do want to know what everybody in this room feels about it. And this is not being political because I don't want to talk about Donald Trump. I do want to talk about humanity. And I think that a lot of these issues have lost their humanity, which is why we can't have real conversations about them because once you politicize everything about immigration, then there's no conversation to have about human beings in asylum. What I, what I want to talk about is those images of the people who were uh, tear gassed at the border. Mm. I was looking at the images and I didn't even know what they were. Cause I thought that it was some people running on the beach, you know, and then I just saw them so, shared so many times that I finally looked further. And I realized that it was people being gassed, uh, tear gas. But what made me feel uh, what made what was concerning to me was at first, one, I'm getting used to this. Mm. That's true. It's being normalized. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's like, yeah, it's bad. But two black men were shot. Um, synagogues mass shooting. No, but two black men were shot in the last week who were trying to stop shootings. And uh-huh. they were murdered. And one was a security guard and one was here on Thanksgiving leave. Mm-hmm. As a, a, a military, right? in Chicago. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. So I, I, I feel like I, I don't want to keep feeding my subconscious mind tragedy and drama. And I don't want it to become normal for me. So I think what? I think that's what's happening, though. I think they're making it so that it is happening so often that it becomes normal so that... It's easier to you're deal desensitized. with. Desensitized. And you're desensitized mm-hmm. and all of a sudden now you're not even fighting back because you're like, oh, that happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, what my question to everyone here today is how do you keep, how do you stay connected to your humanity mm-hmm. when you're continuously exposed to, uh, you know, the visuals of people being brutalized and murdered and you fast from it? Kim, you take a fast. Mm. I feel like I have to do that. I mm. cannot continue to watch people die and like it's a video game. It's really affecting my my psyche. I don't even want to be on social media anymore. That's true. So how do you guys? 
To be honest with you, for me, it's very difficult. Like, uh, I hardly post on social media because of it. I'm like, everybody forgot that this black man got shot, the security guard. I ain't see anything on the internet. I I saw probably a, a small thing, but I ain't seen anything on the news. Usually when something like that happens, you'll see it running the news for like two weeks straight. Oh, my God, the security guard, this black man got shot. And nobody gave a fuck. Pardon my language. And I felt I felt. I, I, I couldn't. I, it was hard for me to cope with this man's death. I don't know this guy from a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. But it also made me feel, as a people, we're so insignificant. What if that would have happened to me? He saved people's lives. And he was shot by the police. And you ain't hear nothing. Nothing from the right and not much from the left. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Jaleesa, how do you maintain your sense of humanity mm-hmm. when you're constantly faced with all of this tragedy that... You know what? I'll be honest and be like, sometimes I definitely am like, fuck everybody. You, you, because you see the shit so much that you get you, you're mad and you're like, man, fuck this, fuck everybody. I'm not helping nobody. You get into that and then you snap out of it. and You're like, wait a second, I'm not those people. I think um, for me, something that hit me hard and Gadiel could be like attest to this um, was Junior in the Bronx, Mm -hmm. the little boy who got stabbed and brutally beaten to death. When, what, for whatever reason, I decided to watch that. And when I seen it, I cried like a baby. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was so hurt for like two, three days, like if it was my little brother. But it could have been my little mm-hmm. brother because it's a, Porter, a Dominican kid in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why couldn't that be my family? So I feel like after I saw that, I stopped watching videos of people shooting and fighting. I had to stop. So for me, I like when I see those things, I don't even read into it or try to because I know I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to feel something. Mm-hmm. And I really right now can't do anything about it but talk on it. But, like, now talking is just like, oh, she's annoying. Bitch, shut up. You're always talking about the same thing. You're always saying this. You can't even do that now. You can't even show the good and try to be the light because, as we were saying earlier, they're like, nope, we're going to demonize this. Well, what about you, Ruben? Here, here's the thing. And uh, Kim alluded to it earlier when she was talking about whatever emotion that you're feeling, if it's anger, letting that go into action. One thing that I've learned in my life is, Time waits for no one, especially when you're dealing with tragedies. You know, I've lost, I've had a lot of death in my life. And one thing that lets you know is somebody's fucking tomorrow, somebody's eating tomorrow, somebody's going to Disneyland tomorrow, somebody's going to Magic Mountain tomorrow. Life goes on, so we can't hold people accountable on social media. Like, if a tragedy happens that we all got to focus on this tragedy, we're not some monolithic group where we all think and feel the same. We have the ability to to understand what has happened and we have the right to react any way we want to react. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to, just because such and such, gosh, every post on Instagram is like, oh, you putting a, you putting up an animal video and, and motherfuckers are getting shot? Oh, yeah, yeah. My yes, family's yes. from Haiti. So yeah. if I wanted to think about suffering all, if I wanted to cry every day, I can cry every day mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. So at some point, what we have to do as human beings is, and it's very simple, is put ourselves in other people's in other people's shoes. If we all could take time to put our ourselves in other people's position, the world will be be a better place. People think it's corny because the Bible goes, you know, do unto others how you have them mm-hmm. do unto you. But if we really applied that to the letter of what that meant, 
the world would be a better place. It's very simple. But as long as you, if you saw somebody treated like that to these white racists or whoever, if they, if that was your child that was laying in the street that got shot with a gun, Tamir Rice, mm-hmm. a toy gun, if that was your child that did that, how would you feel? But people don't want to put themselves in other people's shoes. So what we got to do is take action and be as positive as we can to be the change that we want to see. That's uh, Pastor Reuben Paul. You can see him Tuesdays <laughs> at Ruby Tuesdays well, hey, in the Hollywood and, and, Live and, Factory with some me, of the greatest lineups. In, uh, in let me just say game. this about emotions and stuff that, that we feel. Um, and since we... This is not to get biblical, but at the same time, the Bible says God didn't give you the spirit of fear. Never said that you wouldn't be afraid. He just said, I didn't give it to you. So once you feel those emotions, it's your choice on what you do with it. Like we all have these thoughts that make us, you know, normal as somebody who does or who might do a crime. We, we have that same probably emotion, but we have the filter to go, okay. I can't get a gun and go shoot this person in the face because I'll go to prison, this, this, and that. We know how to dissect and go through those steps. Some people don't have that. I know a motherfucker, if you do something to him, he will kill you. Mm-hmm. There's just some people like that out there. So you got to have the ability to take whatever emotion that you're feeling to be able to manifest that in a positive manner. All right. Give it up for Ruben Paul. <laughs> Yes, he preached a good sermon. Even though some of the people in this room are Buddhists, we go. (laughs) um, Same principles apply. I take a good Buddhist over a bad Christian any day, and vice versa. (laughs) You are listening to Truth Serum Live with Ida Rodriguez. Ruben Paul is co-hosting the day. Julissa and Gadiel are here from Pero Like. And Kim Coles is in the house. Very exciting time for me because I'm surrounded by people that I absolutely love. So mm-hmm. I want to turn the tide a little bit. We've been talking about things that have taken us down a little bit and in social media. <clears throat> so right now I want to ask everybody in the room, what is your guilty pleasure on social media? What is it that makes uh, you happy when you go? Uh, what are the videos and what's the stuff that makes you Feel good on the inside. Oh, I got one. I've ripped. As soon as you asked me, I was like, guilty pleasure. I felt like it was bad, but it's not. So the shade room has these uh, hilarious tweets of the week. Mm-hmm. Y'all, black people are the funniest people in this in this world. <laughs> when I'm talking about, I just swipe and it's like the, the best like seven of the week. And it is funny. Like my tears. Like I look forward to that. As soon as I see it, I'm like... Click. I don't care what's happening. I don't care if I got to be working. Stop the press. I am watching this. It's good. Y'all need to watch it. It's good. What about you? Man, I watch a lot of TYT. <laughs> that cannot make you feel <laughs> TYT. The Young Turks. Guilty pleasures? I don't know. I'm always like on Facebook and just scrolling all day or Instagram. It's not like some specific thing I go and watch, so. Kim, yeah. what about you? Because you chuckled when I said it. Uh, I think Will Smith's Instagram is mm, unbelievable. Yes. He's the best thing on IG. Unbelievable. And he just got there, like, not too long ago. Yeah. Like it's it is. just really funny and positive. slice of life and positive and goofy and yeah. old stuff. And then he shows artwork that other people have made of mm-hmm. him. and the, it, but, but, but it doesn't feel egotistical and, you know, I, I, hilarious. Let me tell you, I went through his page the whole, the other day, his whole page, because I was looking for memes from my Sunday sermon that I do with memes. 
He does not have one meme on his page. Not a meme. Not Vig- one. Video and he, he, you know me. stuff he did in Budapest. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> he's got a great. You know, he's hanging <laughs> out with uh, Lewis uh, Hamilton right now. Okay, third, with Dubai, him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's the other thing he's doing. I see him. Um, going and and pulling other influencers and other yeah. you know uh, 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 videographers and you know he's got the you know he's got the assets mm. to make these great oh, little mini movies you know yeah. you know when they did the the Kiki challenge he did it on top of a yes. you know a bridge the and bridge. Bruce, oh, he you know killed like, it. He, it killed it like you said but to me it's like you said he just got on it but it's like okay. Everybody should be doing what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. it's, you know it's what entertainment. I mean? It's just so fucking. If dope. I had a hundred million, I would too. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, but, a and, and, but there's and, and, a lot of people who have the same resources, right, but don't. Right. Well, no, everybody know, also don't have the mindset that is Will Smith. Yes. Right. So, so he's yeah. got one part yeah. entertainment, <laughs> and then also you know he uses it for promotion, but that's not what it's all about. Right. Yeah. It's just it's really phenomenal. And he's mm-hmm. incorporated his family. Yeah, oh my god, he does it. He does it. And Jada, who's so completely different, she's so good. So completely different, and also the red table is I'm also doing a purple table, I'm and the table gonna say fuck on it. It's gonna <laughs> say fuck <laughs> everybody, like Julissa and hashtag people. Okay, and are can dumb. I shout out one more person? Uh, the the David Arnold, David Arnold's Instagram is incredible. His editing skills are. Phenomenally, also brings his family. Yeah, it's it's a funny have, videos of yeah, God damn, and it's, it's, it's it, and he, I found out that Sherry Shepard was the one who gave him the yeah. said you should do that goddamn on each one. It's really really good. Yeah, his yeah. makes little movies yeah. and yeah. Okay, sorry. He's okay. like syrup to me though. I can only take so much. Like, <laughs> really? it's like I eat two pancakes with some syrup, and I, and I love me some Jello <laughs> Arnold, but he knows. Now I why can is he why is so he much. more syrup than, than Will Smith is? Uh, because uh, Will Smith is humble. He's got a, a there's a humility to yeah. Will Smith as successful as famous no as well known. There's nah. a warmth that he, he has. No you feel like if you walk into the there's room, no and I feel gimmicks. like if he walked into this room, he would still be like one of us, right? Yeah. Now. Listen, I saw David Arnold <laughs> on television do a set on the the Rutgers for uh, and we we laughed at it because every comedian thought it was funny. He did a set; it was okay. Like the audience was. <laughs> I, he didn't bomb. He didn't bomb. No. The, the audience was really bad for that show because yes. they were standing up while comedians were doing a set. It was oh. like a pit. But listen, this is what I love about David Arnold. And I hope he's listening because I want him to come in here and cuss me out one day. He goes, he finishes his set. The audience is underwhelmed. And he looks right into the camera and he says, My name is David Arnold, and this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing he did the whole set. I was like, yo, why are you didn't start with that? Hilarious. I, I, I gotta say though, I, I gotta agree with Julissa. Whenever anything is going on in the world and I wanna laugh about it, yeah, I go black to black people. Twitter. Yeah, black Twitter. Black, the best writer. The best memes. The best. Man. Oh my you are, listen, when I when I get a TV show off the ground, I'm going to black Twitter. It's so funny. I wish Latinos had one because it's too, it's so funny. I see one recently that was talking about, you know how people be like, woo child. Well, this white girl came up and she was like, how do you say woo chile? (laughs) And he said, what? And she's like, woo chile? And he's like, 
spell it. And she's spelling it for him. And as she's spelling it, he's realizing <laughs> what she's trying to say. And he was like, you mean woo child? But the way it's like the whole time it's just his face. Lord, like, here's spelled. what drives me crazy. I want to know the what the original thing was. Okay, so like the girl who's, you know, like this, you know, oh, yeah. glass on. who is she? Where did that photo come from? Yeah. Or the guy who's like, you know, yeah. pointing with oh, the yeah. like. Yeah. I want to know yeah. the original thing so I have even extra context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them is from a music video. The guy that was used all over was which when one? He was rapping. Hit the this one because I put I posted him. Which so one? I have a meme that says a woman says Jesus got is I'm I'm single because Jesus is making the man for me. And then it's the picture of Jesus doing that mouth to the side. Uh-huh. That's the dude. <laughs> <laughs> is that dude? Is that dude? I he comes from a rap video. It's like you have to show it because I don't know if I know that one. It's a dip set video. That's so, so listen, funny. we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, Ruben Paul is gonna La tell Julissa, us. Gadiel, Kim Coles is in the house, Ooh. and they are going to answer my question of the day. I get what don't you want for Christmas? What gift could you do without? <laughs> listen, I'm helping you out today because when you put this out, maybe the people who are thinking about your gifts are listening and they'll know to stay away from that. Mm. We'll be right back.
Best friends. I love this. I love your energy. That's such a new thing. Like before, it's like remember? I love your energy. Yeah, yeah you like never. Yeah, you never know. tell somebody like I don't fuck with your energy. I'm about to use that. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, man, I don't fuck with your energy. <laughs> so listen I, the last story i do not want to neglect because i think it's one of the funniest things i've seen on the internet he also has one of my favorite instagram pages but snoop dog recently yes. received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which Long I was overdue. really happy. Yeah, there's some niggas I've who seen, got stars that shouldn't. Yeah, that well, they paid for. it's not. I was just about to say, you don't just get a star. Like you yeah. got to pay for that. You got to do. You got to put it on Twitter. You have to put an application for them. Don't you have to campaign for? You have to put in an application, and then they approve you. It's like a whole process. Some people who went to your birthday party who have. Stars and I was like, how? Is that? <laughs> well, how much they? How much they for? Is that like fifty two thousand dollars or something? I don't know, but something. I know Oprah don't have a star because she don't want one. No, because at she this point, one. why would she want it? She should she say. Doesn't. She, she should want a son. She no. should be like, I want my own Oprah's son. Oprah's going to rename Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Absolutely. You that's, know, true. that's the type of shit she'll do. But like I, like I was saying, Snoop Dogg received a star on the Walk of Fame. And in his speech, he thanked himself <laughs> for not giving up on himself. I like that. It was the best thing ever. But, really you know, was. people with low self-esteem can't receive that because they despise you for feeling good about yourself. Mm. And I saw the mixed reviews and I was like, no, nah, fuck with Snoop. Uh, uh, I fuck with somebody who fucks with themselves heavy <laughs> like that, you know? Well, you have to because if he didn't believe in himself, he wouldn't have got to where he was. So Man. at some point, what were people saying? Because again, I don't, I didn't see any cocky, yeah, cocky, you know? Oh, it didn't the, feel, and it didn't feel cocky uh, at all. What was his exact words? I didn't see his. I want to thank me for not giving up for not giving up for working hard all the time. If people knew the journey that we go through, you know, to be in entertainment. You know, the the struggle that we go through, I mean, most of the times it's no instead of yes. Mm -hmm. So to get up every morning under that type of scrutiny, you're too fat. You're too this, you're too that, whatever the case may be, to 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 make it to Nobody where he's ever told made Snoop it. he was too fat though. Yeah, they told him probably told him he was too skinny. <laughs> but you know what? And, and the and and the thing about Snoop Dogg that people forget that Snoop Dogg was battling street life along with trying to maintain a career. And for many years, they were really fighting for survival because there was a war going on that was where people we actually have casualties that we can name yeah. in the middle of that battle and really mm-hmm. making a decision to let that street life go mm-hmm. and I, think I w- about his family and his music. Let me let me I got to keep it 100 with this. And 
uh, Marcus King, who was sitting in here, can attest to this. When you meet a real OG, somebody who has done prison time, mm-hmm. somebody who's actually shot somebody, one thing that they'll tell you is real gangsters don't rap. Yep. Period. Yeah. So I'm not saying they didn't come from the street lifestyle, but a lot of them wasn't out there putting work. They basically singing tunes of shit that they no, saw. No, I know. That and as a result, though, many yeah. of them still died and yes. still got mm-hmm. shot because they were participating in a game, whether they were actively out in the gangs in the gang life or not. Still, we have we lost two of our greatest rappers to this uh, foolishness. So mm-hmm. y'all hear this, kids? If you out there trying to be a rapper. Stay, stay the course. And they used yeah. to have a dope lyric that they used to put in old rap songs, perpetrating a fraud. And yep. that's what a lot of them do. And they end up getting caught because some people are really about that life. And yep. that's how they mm. find out. Yeah. So before the break, I'm sorry, but I just want to say, <laughs> Siri yeah. thought that was interesting. It's true. No, you, you, these people are putting out this energy, and they get surprised when some shit happens to them, though. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, that's what I was saying about um, the XXX Tentacion and Takashi Six yeah. Nine. That it's like you keep calling, yep. keep calling, Put calling that energy. darkness, calling death, yep. and then you're surprised when it knocks at your door. Exactly. What was what was Biggie Smalls' first album? What was the name oh, of it? Oh no, Ready, Ready to, to die. die. And then what was the Born to Die? And what was the last yeah. album? Dead. Life after death. But you know, words. You words wrote are powerful. that joke. That was yeah. great. What was it? What was it? That was great. <laughs> Hashtag Biggie Smalls. It makes me angry because he was such a good rapper and yeah, I was but, so mad that he's gone. But you know? people put that energy yeah. Oh, yeah. out there. Tupac, yeah. I'm having visions of leaving here in a hearse. No, you're not. That's yeah. not a vision because when you're in the hearse, you can't see no more. Hello. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense. So, I didn't uh, think about that when I, I first heard hear, it. One of the things I really want to know is this. I, I am always the contrarian. I know it's my nature. I've embraced it. So I, I hear the shows. Everybody's like, if I could have for Christmas, I would love peace on earth. I would. What can you do without this Christmas? What don't you want? <laughs> Tell the truth. I'll be honest. I don't want anything. I, I got a small ass apartment. Just don't. <laughs> don't give me shit. Nothing fits in there. Julissa? Yeah, I don't know yet. Come back to me. I don't know either. Come back to me. She said that I, made you I, uncomfortable. I, I, You're so it, nice. It, it, Yo, I, I buy my. I like to buy my own gifts. Like, don't buy me anything. Let me buy my own get, stuff. Oh, yeah. get stuff I really want. Right. Give me money. Yo, yeah. That, I'm like, yeah. Give I me money. This, that shit fits I, in my pocket. I find pocket. this question fascinating because we're all adults. Yo, I stopped getting gifts. My fa- my family's from Haiti. My fa- as soon as my father knew I wouldn't cry anymore about getting gifts, he's like, Wuben, I'm not giving you nothing. Like, <laughs> like, yo, I stopped getting gifts before I finished high school. That shit was done. Oh, no. so, I'm so sorry for you, Ruben. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to get you a Christmas what? gift. Yo, my yeah. parents wouldn't even let me believe in Santa Claus. What did they say? Jesus they, but, got me all my no, gifts. Uh-huh. So I thought Jesus was cheating. How did they tell you? In Patois, how did they tell you? There's no Santa Claus. Ruben, Jesus, he give you everything. You pray, you ask Jesus. You you want Atari? Ask Jesus. He you give you Atari. Atari. I'm like, yo, <laughs> Jesus, you guys said Jesus can do all things. He ain't done all things for me. <laughs> so, I thought Jesus was cheap for a long time. Because we just didn't, but my my parents didn't want me to, my father thought Santa Claus was ridiculous. The was the devil. Because look at the words. How do you spell Satan, Santa? Satan, Claus, Satan, come all, down the chimney Santa, to fire. Satan. Really? Yeah, so Jesus, I don't know why we got a Christmas tree, but 
literally every like yo my gifts used to have to Ruben from Jesus like on <laughs> oh, wow. the yo Haitians is so ruthless though yo they be like telling their kids from jump from like, jump no, there ain't no, no Santa no, no. Claus <laughs> you not getting anything yo let me tell you when I used to throw away food I do a it joke about like this I, I used to throw away food you know how you don't want to eat the bullshit yeah. I used to throw, my, my father used to tell me your cousins are dying why wouldn't you want to eat anything <laughs> we serve to you like <laughs> we come from a place where there's no where yeah. people are literally starving Jesus. to death yeah, so like, I grew up so gifts and shit like wow y'all got gifts as adults yeah wow. I still got gifts my mama just asked me what I wanted and look <laughs> she did and she was like you don't want money Julissa you don't need the money I was like no me, I don't need the money just give me um, give me some Beats headphones that's exactly what I did ask for yeah. Yeah. How about you, Ida? Do I get Christmas gifts? Oh, yeah. Of course, you. My woman, daughter so. makes me the finest arts and crafts. Oh, <laughs> is that what you don't want? Exactly <laughs> what I don't want. I have a collection of things that she's made. And you know what I realized? She was running game like she was being thoughtful. That yeah, bitch yeah. is just cheap. <laughs> How you gonna do somebody just when they say, I, I made this from my soul? That's all game. Yeah. It's game. Okay. And I'm she's, like, why do you ask for a Tiffany's dope. bracelet? She knows, how to, she knows how to play it, which she I love. She made me this <laughs> dog from a color me mine. It's like 17 colors. Aww. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to put this dog? But was she was she a little girl at the time? Or are you saying like recently? No, no. Listen. <laughs> my daughter and her boyfriend is the most amazing dynamic to watch. Wait, can he I bought ask her a computer. Let me ask this question. So as women, this is the question <laughs> for the women in here. Ah, uh-uh, I'm not finished telling my Kayla yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are running interference for a Kayla because he, he he adores her. I love a Kayla. Leave he, her alone. He bought her a computer, uh-huh. right? Yes. A bracelet, a, a pin that costs like two hundred dollars. She made that motherfucker. What did she make him? It was like it was all made shit, and I was like, wow, she's smart, this is yo. amazing. She's and smart. then she put the sentimental yeah, value right, behind. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She's an entrepreneur. That's a Dominican side. So let me let me ask this question. <laughs> let me ask this question, and this is to Kim, Jalisa, and Ida. As women, do you guys expect gifts on Christmas? I saw you pointing at Ruben because you, you wanted to hear. Do you guys you ex- got that right? You, I expect. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. What happened to all the pro independent <laughs> women shit? But no, no, pro- he's right in his I'm gonna be pro independent and buy your Ruben is right in his notes right now. Look at him. <laughs> I don't expect. But it's about but giving, husband, not receiving. But my husband like buys like lots of things, and sometimes they're things that are not even my taste. But I don't have the heart to tell him. Oh, like no. I don't really? want any. I don't want any more Lancome. Uh, 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 <laughs> no more Lancome perfume, please. <gasps> that's you know, number one. You know, on this the is list. The, this is that's because he goes to the mall and you know he gets excited and he uh-huh. buys the like the new. This is the new Tresor. Like really, they just put a little bit more rose scent in it. Oh, great, thank you. Why? You tell him. He well, I hope he doesn't listen. To this. He doesn't know. No, tell because it, because it gives him great joy. Because and we do this exchange of like several boxes of things. And Let you me hate tell all you. of them. That's not all of them. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the Lancome, like the newest Lancome fragrance. It's not, good. Just, it's not good. It's, it's, it's not. No, actually, the the late the last. He doesn't know. I love Angel. So I think Angel, he's, te- he's texting Angel. you right now. <laughs> Angel has, it's very complex. It's got chocolate and vanilla and a little bit of patchouli, but not enough to make you seem like you know, like it like, does smell good. Not to look like you're right. So, but he but he gets me this Lancome every year, and he gets me the kit with the lotion, and I have to put it on going. Wow, I smell like every other lady this Christmas. Wow. 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 W
ends with my sin. And then I, I, like I, I spritz a little extra something on top of it, to, you know, to, to you know, blend it up. <laughs> yeah, it's very well, cute. Well, the only... Like my sis, I'm I'm just honest with the people. If someone were to get me a gift, like my sister every once in a while would give me mm-hmm. a gift, and she knows me so well, and I go, she go, I got you something. I go, what'd you give me? She's like, you'll see it. And then before I can say it, she goes, yeah, and the gift receipt is in the bag. I go, okay, because she knows chances are if I don't like it, I'm a t- I'm not gonna pretend. I would think with you though, it would be something sports related because you you're you love you don't post. About shit, uh, yo. But them uh, sports, you yes. were like, you're right. so happy Something. about it, yo. Because let me, it's a release from the monotony right, of this right, right. bullshit mm-hmm. that we got to go through. It's Everybody needs a release, though. Football, when we winning, now it's it's not a release. It's a fucking <laughs> it's I'm a noose around my neck. Look at the world of football. Um, and what's happening? Like you, she's still a Green Bay it? fan. That's why she looks so sad uh, over there. But I'm a Raider fan, so you can. Now we this whole social issue in football and everything is a whole nother mm. conversation. Are you gonna I think, tell them to shut up and dribble? No, because I, I think a lot of the outrage is is hypocritical. Yep. Um and as a Raider fan, if we really gonna talk about social change, our franchise that I support has been at the forefront of hiring we hired the first black coach. We've they've always been on the front lines of social issues. So they met they house Thousands of Mexicans on Sundays. Yes. <laughs> no, and Marcus King and Ruben Paul. Don't you go up there for those Raider games? Those that, yeah. Listen, the, as a comedian, I I beg you, yes. my fans, if you could take notes from the Raider fans, that's what I want in my life. They are the another type of fan. They're culty, man. When yeah. we, my ex-husband played for the Chargers. I had a baby in my arm, mm-hmm. and a Raiders fan threw a gla- a cup of ice at me. It was like, fuck your baby. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. What? Why? Listen. They knew, they knew that Kayla was going to be an asshole. So, <laughs> so they interfered. Here's my favorite, one of my favorite moments from this, this year, and I don't know if King – was paying attention because we've been losing all year, but it's when we were playing the Cleveland Browns, the one of the only home game we've won so far. They and suck. So everybody, so we we was losing, so everybody was leaving. So like almost before it went into OT, the stadium was damn near empty. So all these Cleveland fans came, and when we won the game, I got to turn around to one of the Cleveland fans and go, Cleveland, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> they was mad as hell. But that's how Raider fans are. We don't give a fuck. They're if your baby home. got on some charger gear, we're like, fuck your baby. <laughs> a, the only game, the only game, I was just telling Emery oh, wow. the other day, every, when I, when I went from college football to pro football, it was awful because I went from wearing jerseys and sneakers and jeans mm-hmm. to people wearing Gucci mm-hmm. and three-inch heels at a football game. Yeah, that is a little weird. The only game the bitches did not wear them heels to were the Raider Raiders games. games. That's when you saw because they knew <laughs> you might have that to they run. might have to throw hands. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so Kim does not want Lancome perfume. Okay. <laughs> but he's, but, I'm, but I will happily accept it and wear it for the next three or four weeks. And I blend it into all the rest of my stuff so after a while he doesn't know. I was nah, you got to tell him. He got to know. You got to tell him. No, because no, so you can get all the stuff that you do the, want. No, he's, you, I, it's just, you take one for the team. You're so nice. <laughs> You're taking black I, I know my husband, and I know that it would, you know, he would feel bad if I said, no, don't give me that. I, I just, how long, how long I, you been married? Three years. Wow. Three years. And how long did you guys date before you got married? Uh, 
a minute. Okay. <laughs> One minute. We didn't oh, know wow. each other very well that at all. Oh, okay. So that's why if he if he's trying to figure something out and go, let me give her this perfume, I'm gonna say thank you. Yes, sweetie. Yeah. Thank you, you just gotta go through the mall with him and be like, oh babe, I love this. Yes, and right, I love right, this right, one right, too. right. Here's right, the question right. though, Kim. Yeah. Here's the question. When you say thank you, if he asks you, babe, do you like this? Uh, I don't think he asks me. See, I ask. That's the I kiss of no, I, I say, no, I go, If he did ask you, what would you say? I feel bad because he probably goes to Macy's and be like, you're going to get that one. Because that's the <laughs> I know my wife. Wait, wait, wait. Did you, <laughs> no, Macy's, did you hear Kim said, talk earlier? She ain't going to no damn Macy's. He told me that he, so when I, when he, when the, so this past Christmas, I opened the box and oh, Tresor by Lancome, thank you. He told because he's giving it, giving me the, the scent from last year that was also Tresor because it's like seventeen different Tresors. I don't even know what does it mean. Is that even a word, Tresor? So he said he told me that he had gone and sniffed everything oh, and he had no. chosen this one for me like oh, and, yeah. and the lady told me this is the newest one and i put it on the like see, he put on the you know the little samples that oh. they dip and he said and after a while i was like i got confused and I, she told me this is the new one you i was like thank you yeah <laughs> don't tell them what i'm doing i put it everywhere don't tell the people what i'm doing don't tell me. I put it. He, She's spraying he herself, yeah. I'm, I'm spraying my, spraying my, my nether regions. If he wanted it, then I, I can't not be happy. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that I needed it, but that, because I come out like, like not I, that you needed not it. Not like I needed it, but that is the scent that he wanted uh, to experience. Um, <laughs> so I think that that's very sweet. Well, and, all right, and I'm in. Maybe, maybe that's the trick, Kim. I'm sorry, yeah, that's this the trick. Keep no, them happy. They're no, so easy to keep happy. So if I said like, "What's this?" Wait, wait, she got discovery on her face. Yeah. I just, I just figured it out. Every night or whenever you have sex. Just spray yourself down there overly with that thing until he's tired of fucking Lancome. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I ain't got to have no more damn Lancome. And then you're out of it. You don't even got to tell him. Hilarious. It's going to have an, another nah. effect. Thank you. That I appreciate that. That's, nah, that's he, strategy he goes, right there. He goes like, oh my, this is the one I got you. Yeah. You know, what, you, know right? what you could do, though? That I found this out, it's and I didn't great. know this, is different fragrances uh, smell different on different skin. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So you can be like, you know, babe, it does smell good, but it smells a little differently. Here's what's funny. I'll be honest with you. I've worn them, and they actually blend. I, they, they, they they call it, uh, you know, the first note. Yes. You know, the first note. And you, you're not supposed to crush. Like, people how do this in the game. You're not you supposed all. to crush. Look how sophisticated the so first note. So it actually note. blends and actually smells kind of you know nice. What? After about an hour, I'm Kim, like, you don't want to give bad? up the Lancome. Okay. No, she doesn't. You want to keep the Lancome. So husband, buy her some Lancome this fucking Christmas. <laughs> Look at she's still spraying her vagina, though. <laughs> Kim is my etiquette teacher, Kim, though. Did you hear the first oh, note? Kim, you got I one mean, more squirt. Fuck the things up. You got one more squirt, Kim. Then we're going to need you to stop. The shower jam. You are just tuning into Truth Serum. Kim Cole. It's called layering your fragrances. You need to teach a class to some of these hoes out here. Layering your fragrances. If you get the shower gel and then the lotion and then the perfume, then 
You know, she and the always all, smells I, I, good. Oh, de parfum. And I gave you some perfume. I gave you yeah, it smells Isis. really good. It's from Isis. Isis. It's from Egypt. I Isis. It. I'm gonna put Isis. it on my vagina like, at 9:30 tonight. <laughs> at 9:30. 9:30 tonight. Her, so, oh, man. <laughs> Kim calls the house. Gabriel de Julisa from Better Like. Ruben Paul is in the house. Yes. Um, we are talking about what don't you want for Christmas? If you are out there listening and you want to chime in, three one zero nine eight six 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 one zero. I'll tell you right now, now that um, Emery listens, so everything that I've received from him gift-wise is always something that he's heard me talk about. But prior to being in a relationship with him, I would get the worst single mother gifts you could ever get. Get somebody like what? Let's tell you something. I want to write a handbook about this shit. This is great. The thing about when you are a single mother, people think that it is an amazing thing to give you something for your kids. On a holiday. So I got your kids (laughs) all the time. My friend Catrice is infamous. I bought the kids clothes. Fuck them. They got clothes, bitch. They think they're taking the pressure off of you. So so listen, if you're out there listening and you have a single mother in your life and you have a budget for gifts, do not exclude her. She's still a human being, probably the sacrificial lamb in her children's lives and worthy of being thought Mm. of as a human being. Can I keep it 100? Baby wash. If it's going to be mean, no. This is true, sir. about single moms. This is true, sir. Why are you bullshitting? If anybody in here knows a single mother, give the single mother money. That's all they need is cash. Give them cash and they can go out and do whatever they want. No, because what they're going to... See, I'm going to tell you. That's why I want to write this handbook. When you give a single mother money, she's going to spend it on her children. Uh, you have to think about her as a person. That's a and if you gotta you, get her gift cards to like Victoria's Secret. Yeah, if you give her something and she has no choice, every single thing wow. anybody gave me money wise will always go to my kids. Well, you must have never met my sister. <laughs> well, I mean, no you comment wrong. because she can beat us all up. So yeah. I'm not talking about. It. I love your sister. So would you have liked to receive a, a facial or a body? Yes, scrub that's what like you a- did. You would do that. Kim would send me for a facial because I couldn't afford to do a facial. And if somebody gave me the money for a facial, you I would go yeah, buy my daughter it. some shoes. Mm. So when you have a, if you have a single mother in your life, think about her as a human being. Carve some money out of that budget. We appreciate when you think of our children, but it feels nice to be thought of as well as a that's human nice. being. That's, so. that's, that's nice. All right, so this segment, before, noted. before we go, um, I'd like for everybody to... Share three truths about yourself that our audience may not know about you. Oh, shit. What are three things about yeah. you that you probably wouldn't know? All right, let Julissa start. Why it has to be me? <laughs> because I always start. <laughs> um, okay, I suck my thumb. Even, even now? Girl, oh. she said three truths. <laughs> Woo chile. <laughs> Woo chile. Um... I cannot see if I don't have contacts or uh, glasses on. And, ooh, um, three truths about me. That you, about only me or what? Yeah. That people don't, wouldn't know if they, the people who follow you, who adore you. Um, I have slight road rage. Okay. Mm. Very slight. That means she's dangerous. No, no, no. I used to be really bad. So I used to throw pennies at people. But I don't do that anymore. So I feel like it's light now. Like, I just will give you the finger wait, 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 and keep wait, wait, it moving. Wait. Did you say you used to throw pennies? So 
back in the day <laughs> when I lived in Miami. It was a long time ago now. I used to um, collect pennies in my uh, change, in my tray yeah. in the middle. And I will always make sure I had more than a handful. And so if you would, you know, do anything that pissed me off while I was on the road, I will pull up, grab the pennies, throw them at your car, and keep it moving. So that's a new definition oh, to pull up. Yeah. <laughs> and people, if yeah, you I used hit to be a my car with pennies, yo. You listen, better pray I got, that light don't let turn Let me tell red, you, right? I got chased <laughs> once. I got chased. Yes, you because should. a bitch was mad. She, it, honestly, it was, it was the funniest shit, though. I got to see. She didn't know what was hitting her car. All, all she was doing was ducking. And so she was ducking, and I'm laughing hard. Like, this bitch thinks she getting shot at. It was just pennies. She chased me down. Pennies from heaven. Kim, what about pennies you? On, yo. Well, we got to keep it going because we only got a few uh, minutes left. So uh, I want to hear from uh, everybody. Uh, uh, I, I've said this, but I control a baton. Yeah. That's a fun fact more than a truth. Um, that things piss me off way more than you think that they do. <laughs> so I make a choice. I make a choice. Yes. And um, uh. Uh, sometimes when people hug me and their underarms stink, I am not happy. Like, don't be rubbing your funk on me. I get so mad. Like, you know that you smell. You know that you smell. That's rude and unfair. And I wish I had some of my Trace Sorter spray on you. The sh- Do the noise? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, sorry. I love that about Gabriel. I, I snap easily sometimes. <laughs> but I, I get back I'm like I'm happy afterwards I'm like I don't know what it is I'm like hey man don't touch my car I'll shoot you in the face I'm like alright you have a good day <laughs> I'm like why was I mad <laughs> crazy. Uh, maybe this bipolar I don't know what it is is that PTSD uh, PTSD uh, I was in the Navy and I went I, I, I was part of two different wars which is cool and we're not that cool but <laughs> my husband too yeah, my husband too. He's one? in the navy. All the wars. I don't. Oh yeah, he, he, he did all of them. All yeah, the like, wars. We probably served together. Wars. You know what I'm saying? Kim, there's only all been... the wars. He was in. He went to Desert Storm, Hot Desert, all the desert, all the deserts, all the deserts, all the deserts. Oh, I was on the boat. I was a navy guy. So he was in. He, he was in the navy too, but they went over to the desert. Oh yeah, well, well, but what was his job? Do you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, no, uh, you and I have ADD. Okay. <laughs> and I have ADD. Yeah. I did, no, I did that to you. I'm no, sorry. Nah. I took you uh, the third one, I don't know. Something that something that they don't know about me. Uh, I'm people look at me like I'm a sweet guy and I'm vulnerable, but I can't be vulnerable. Like I have troubles being vulnerable with people. Oh, you need to go to therapy, y'all. Yeah, you need to go. That's therapy. good. Um, Damn, I don't man. really. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> what are three things about you that people don't know that um, people would never know about you? Uh, I was a decent. Um, Athlete growing up, high school or college. Um, also, uh, I, I'm not a punk, and I think people find out find that out the hard way because mm-hmm. I'm always nice and smiling. And then when, they, when I'm like, "I'll fuck you up," they're like, "Whoa, where did that come from?" Well, the disrespect that you just displayed brought yeah. this side out. Um, and I was raised by missionary parents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. devout, devoutly religious Which Christian missionary parents from Haiti. Jesus is That's Santa. Jesus is Santa. Jesus. <laughs> that makes sense. I am black. Well, uh, <laughs> everything made sense right now. Everything yes. made sense. That's great. I feel like every show I'm going to d- reveal th- theory things about myself to add to the list of all this stuff. I'm addicted to sunflower seeds. Oh and when my I, God. I, yes. I used to be like that. when I used, I used I'm in recovery. I'm addicted to sunflower seeds. 
I can get five. I can eat five pounds. <laughs> yeah, of stop lying. You still mad? Oh, like stop lying. I don't sleep with it's you. Better policies wait, wait, wait. Um, than her like eating addicted, like, like for real, real. And I am addicted. Spit. I am addicted to sunflower seeds. When I, and when I have uh, when I get anxiety or nervous, I'll go. I'll eat. I can At least that's eat, a healthy just snack. Go on for At least something. you're not addicted to cake. No, but it's a lot of salt. I always got <laughs> a bad headache right after. Um, both of my grandmother's names are Aida, so I didn't have a choice but to be Aida. And people think people will say like, "Oh, yeah," but no, they're two, from two different countries. They're not related, and they don't know each other. So there's oh, wow. no reason why they should have the that same was name. Destined for your names. Yeah, I had no choice. And um, my father is Hindu. What? And he's Hindu. Time out. I Hindu, thought he was Dominican. He is. He's Dominican and Hindu. Uh, he's from the cult of East Indians that migrated to the Caribbean. So I have a brother named Krishna, a sister named Lakshmi. Like they are, uh, my siblings all have Hindu names and my father is Hindu, which is why he's blocked on my Facebook page because he kept putting elephants and shit on my page. And I was like, stop. You owe me some child support. I don't want an elephant. I want money. Oh, my So, everybody, uh, please let people know where they can find you on social media. I'm at La Julissa on all platforms except for Twitter. I'm at La underscore Julissa. Please, let's help get this name because I'm trying. This person hasn't tweeted since 2009. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Me, you can find me at, at Gadiel Del Orbe. Tu sabes. <laughs> Just like at Gadiel Del Orbe, not tu sabes part. Uh, Kim, I want to get you on record to say that you will come back because I want to sit with you for the whole show and talk about your program. I would love to. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You got me on record and, and the pressure. Thank yes. you. That's how I feel about the, the Lancome Squirt, squirt. I am at Kim Coles everywhere except Facebook. I am real Kim Coles. Yeah. And you're awesome on social media. Thank you. you have a very big following. Gracias. At Funny Ida, this Thursday, I'll be at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Go to Funny Ida for everything Ida Rodriguez. Ida is A-I-D-A. Thank you so much, everybody, for showing up for Truth Serum oh, yeah, yeah, and sharing your like serum. Shit. And Ruben Paul's show, I speak for you. You be quiet. Okay, you tomorrow. <laughs> Say it loud. Say it loud. Tomorrow, Ruby Tuesdays. Every week, Every um, Tuesday. I do about uh, a giveaway on the show for Ruby Tuesdays, even though Ruben doesn't come here. Every week. Um, and tomorrow, he has an amazing show with... Um, it doesn't matter. I'm there, but we do it. <laughs> we do it every week. That's what Tuesday. happens when Marcus King gets into your ear. You be like, fuck everybody on the show. I'm King there. King be on me. Nah, but it's a great lineup Data every extras. week. Every every Tuesday night, 930, Hollywood Laugh Factory. Uh, it's the best, most diverse show in town. Mm. And I try to put up the best comics I can find. Nice. And where awesome. can they find you on social media? I am Ruben Paul. Or you can just pull up to the Laugh Factory on Tuesdays. He really, me and Ruben are like, hey, we lost I'm 13 followers. Exactly. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to be there. Come you better through, be there. So it's, a good, it's a good show. It's a, it's a, Everybody is, is welcome and it's all inclusive and different points of view. So it's not like you're going to come and see the same premises, the same thing mm -hmm. over and over. There's no redundancy on my show. And if you're listening right now, you DM me to, before uh, 9 o'clock tonight. I will give away two tickets to Ruby Tuesday tomorrow. Yes. I will pick the person that I want. So that dude who cussed me out for the tickets last week, you still ain't getting no motherfucking tickets. Oh. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening to True Serum. And In we are face. out. <laughs> It's Friday night and I feel old.